Yeah, I'm like Neo now. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus. Morning, everyone. Jurassic Views, Zaya Quiena, Bryce back. Diamond. And we when you say we back, I know you mean us, but today that has a fuller meaning because I, I don't know what happened last night in Los Angeles, but what I do know is that Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam are back, my friend. Missed off Mr. Kyle Lowry last night, um, but thank you, because yeah. what you essentially did is you unleashed, uh, uh, you know, uh, we're talking point God performance, one and two, just did a, a reminder to everyone, for, from Kiki in the NBA office, yep. to, that's it, just miss yourself in the fourth go back into the locker room. So I'm having to, to calm my nerves. Um, but uh, it's a restful, restful weekend overall, you know. Um, and, uh, you, know, it's, you know, I'm looking forward to a few things. Warmer weather and, yeah. and some, you know, a few positive takeaways uh, for the rest of the Raptors season. Um, this is almost a revenge game uh, uh, on behalf of OG and Anobi. I think they, I think they can pull it off. Um, I think they're uh, if we're two games and a half behind Washington, I think we're three, three and a half games behind Indiana, and they have a reasonable schedule ahead of them. So. Um, I don't see them uh, succumbing to the pressure, especially with uh, with um, uh, our uh, Sabonis, who's playing out of his mind. Maybe I need to uh, and 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 seek out a penance uh, for what I've been saying about Pascal Siakam so far. He again re- reminded us, puts up these numbers, and the late and the Raptors can win against the Lakers. It was almost like this is our we are. Right. And maybe people forgot, but um, he was incredible, Bryce. I, I was yelling at the top of my lungs last night past what, 1230 and early in the morning, uh, 39 points, 13 rebounds, four assists against Anthony Davis, against frauds like Montrell's Harrell. Marquise against- Morris. Marquise Morris against du- against dude to who who are just ro- riding the cocktails of LeBron James. You know, uh, gosh, Nick Nurse showed why he's one of the top coaches in the league with what he had to do with our roster. Yeah, what I loved about uh, Pascal's performance, obviously, obviously Pascal was hitting shots 
that he wasn't in in many other games this season. He had the outside game going. He had a bit of a mid-range game going. Uh, but I think what they did, what they provided Pascal with was better pick and roll situations. They Absolutely. put him in situations to succeed. And when he's his mid-range game is, you know, a seven, eight foot floater or his mid-range game is uh, a 14, 15 footer um, over Davis or Drummond who, who can't catch up to him. Uh, he, you know, they're giving him some space. That's better spots uh, for him to score. You know, that I really appreciated yeah. how Kyle Lowry brought the best out of him last night. And uh, it made me think, actually, it made me think, do we need to go to two units, equal units, until the closing moments of the game? Do we need to go with a Pascal, Kyle, Freddie Gillespie, Bembry, Yuta Watanabe lineup, and then Fred, Malachi, OG, Kem Birch, uh, Stanley Johnson lineup. Uh, what do, like what do we need to do to solve uh, you know the spacing issues and uh, the scoring issues? Well, last night, Bryce, we you know it was a red hot uh, start in the first quarter, right? Thirty two, thirty eight. So we were we we weren't defending as best as we could, but we were scoring at a steady pace. But to circle back to what you mentioned, not can we do to put him in a position to succeed? And I, I kind of pushed back saying, well, Pascal has to put himself in that position to succeed. And I think the fact that he's going against, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they're in LA. I think there's an air of, Hey, we want to show up. We know this is on, you know, we know the cameras are on, we're going against a coastal elite. I think there's something to be said that these guys want to compete at the big stage to remind right. the league that there's only been two NBA champions in the last two years, the Los Angeles Lakers and yes, the Toronto Raptors. Right. Yeah. And so um, I think that was a statement game for him. Um, and that gave me confidence for the rest of the season to be like, Hey, can we sustain this? Yes. But to answer your question, cause I realized I completely dodged it. I agree with you. There need, uh, there's an offensive uh, playbook that looks differently when Fred Van Vliet is running the club and when Kyle Lowry is running the club. I, I, those, are, that, those are very analytical decisions that Nick Nurse has to make because I, it's not just um, – it also it, it matters who we're playing against, right? Um, Utah Jazz has a better – interior defense than the LA Lakers. The LA Lakers defense with Andre Drummond at center was horrible, Bryce. And we right. and we 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 didn't just expose it. We we booty slapped it. And Ooh. so um my only concern last night and 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 this is very minor and I know he's a rookie is uh, is um Malachi Flynn. You know, how right. does he play with Kyle Lowry? I think that's just yep. an adjustment. I think he plays better with Fred Van Vliet, and that's only because he's had more experience. Uh, so that's something to look on, to look at. And uh, but I agree with you. Uh, we, you know, if we plays this mismatch, 
Um, uh, our guys are still out. We have OG, Gary Trent still out. Um, and who are still, and Ken Birch still learning how to play in our offense. It's going to be quite interesting. We only have eight more games to, to see this play through, uh, whether we make it in a play-in or not, so we can have a bit more data to kind of see what this roster healthy and together, what they actually look like and what their potential is. Well, they hinted last mm -hmm. night that they have that potential. Um, and uh, middle fingers to, again, to the haters and uh, Palenka for not pulling the plug on that trade deal to land Kyle Lowry because I bet you you're regretting it now. Yeah, I, there's uh, there's a, so many questions that I've got after this game. Uh, I, you know, I have questions about Marcus Gasol not being involved again. Uh, I have uh, questions about, you know, how much the Lakers were – we're, we're focused on this game. I have questions of, on, on our side of the ball. Uh, last time we played them, I don't know if Fred or Kyle were playing because I remember we got quite bullied uh, and we didn't have a mental toughness. And for sure, Kyle was out. I just can't remember if, if Fred Van Vliet was as well. Uh, both, but you uh, could... Both of them were out, Bryce. Yeah, uh, Fred Van Vliet was, uh, was on the side. He got suspended, you remember? Oh, he yeah. stepped on the court. Yeah, nonsense. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me because our mental toughness last night, just having Kyle present was huge, and it and it certainly impacted positively uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh, but uh, I think one question we got to got to get to, and let's just get it out of the way uh, now. Uh, we've we've got a win in LA. We're we're back. Uh, I believe three games to the Washington wizards. Um, I I'm not worried about Chicago because if we're talking about Chicago, we're dead in the water anyways. Yeah. But through this win, you've talked about your Bitcoin. You've talked about, uh, you know, where your money's at. Are you still believing that the Raptors can make a run and make the plan after this win? I was, I wasn't, I was, not um, I didn't lose faith after the Utah Jazz game. I said I'm still investing. I admitted that the stock is is plummeting, and I'm not right. Right. I admitted to that, but I'm not just an investor. I have this. I have shares. Thing. This is I. I you know since '95. So this is a fam. This you know it's a, yes, it's a corporation and went. I'm on a pop shop in my heart. I, I, you know, right. If it goes down, it goes down. I go. We were performing. To be quite honest, it was, it was relatively a close game, uh, in the second quarter. But when we scored forty points in that second quarter, Bryce, yeah. just a reminder. Yeah. When yeah. I saw the way we were playing, I'm like, if we sustain this, mm -hmm. and OG comes back, Fred VanVleet comes back, and I and I look at our the rest of our our schedule, we can pull it off. This is this is only correlated if Washington Wizards lose as well, and we can pull this off because for me it had less to do with the schedule. It had less to do with um, wash, you know, um, with you know, um, you know, our our, our guys uh, in and out and so on and so forth. For me, how are we playing possession to possession? Right, right. You know what? What are is Nick Nurse? 
we can think in terms of um, that mattered to me. And to and, and when when I saw that, I'm like, okay, we we thanks. Bitcoin Bitcoin stock would just just went up. Just yeah. I, I certainly uh, assess games not based on what the other team has done or individual players have done. I mean, you can do that if you want, uh, but I always look at what we've done because I really believe that if we play at our top game, if Nick Nurse is coaching, if we've got our health, uh, it's pretty tough to beat us and just to go back to last season for a second and you had mentioned you know the last two seasons who were the champions the lakers being the champion last year uh before the bubble uh happened before the pandemic broke out i had the lakers versus the raptors in the final and i truly believed that we matched up exceptionally well against the Lakers. We beat them twice, both in the bubble and, uh, and outside of the bubble in Los Angeles, actually. And I really thought that the, the guys we have in our lineup and the toughness uh, of, mm. of Fred and Kyle leading our team, Nick not caring and willing to do innovative things, I really thought that would that that we could win, and and obviously things didn't didn't uh, happen the way they did. Uh, but wouldn't it have been nice to see that final because I think we would have matched up much than the Heat did. Uh, in fact, um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I I don't know what uh, Vogel rationale was uh, in overplaying Andre Drummond and maybe he's trying to iron out his roster uh, before the playoffs. But if uh, there were several moments when we were just manhandling them offensively in our half court set, I said to myself, if, if Marcus Gasol was playing at least defensively, right, he, right. Wouldn't allow, he wouldn't allow that to happen. Yeah. He wouldn't allow that to happen. But Andre Drummond doesn't have the defensive wherewithal and mindset to make the necessary reads. So I'm like, hey, that's LA's loss, but this team doesn't look like a team that can defend its championship in the playoffs. If they're right. gonna if they want to play this type of lineup of Andre Drummond, to be quite honest. But those are not my problems to solve. That's up to Vogel. Actually it's up to LeBron James to make those calls. <laughs> Again, I hope he's healthy. I hope everything is going well in his uh in the you know in his uh in his uh recovery. Uh but at the end of the day, um this is not that we showed last night that this is not a this is not a team to 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 be intimidated by. Right. Uh, DeAndre Bembry uh, made me a believer again. I was big on him uh, about a month ago. And, and I was saying that Yuta Watanabe had kind of gone past him in the last two, yeah. three weeks. And yeah. last, night, last night he did great. I don't know if he's going to continue this. I don't know if it was just happening to the matchups or, or the schemes that, that we had. But it'll be interesting to see if – uh, how much he plays in the Clippers game, and yeah. and uh, and and how he does with a you know obviously playing a different lineup. Fourteen points. He was plus fifteen. He had eight rebounds. Um, he went to the line four uh, six times, five for eight. 
um, and no three-pointers. So you're asking, how was he scoring? Was he taking his man off the dribble? No, he was cutting. He was making necessary cuts. You found him on the – he was running the break. And so um, if Malachi isn't giving you anything, which will happen last night, which is understandable as a rookie, um, Bembry can spell uh, you, especially if Fred VanVleet wasn't playing, right? And so, yeah, you're right. There were m- moments where I was like, is this DeAndre Bembry? Like, I didn't – who is this guy? Because I, I didn't recognize the way he played with the level of intensity, uh, acuity, both defensively as well as offensively. Uh, great point. All right, let's say just for fun, okay, because we've seen uh, a bunch of games this season, uh, and we were mentioning this in the pod last time, that it – you know, we've said that this is kind of – this is now Fred's team. We've also said that there's certain guys who play better with Kyle or better with Fred or just can make adjustments easier. Who, who are the f- four guys that you're giving to Kyle and who are the four guys you're giving to Fred? To play with. Yeah, yeah. It, to have two separate units. I mean, yet last night, Fred not in the game, the game before, uh, Kyle not in the game, and this has happened a number of times. But who, who would you – put because there's one guy in particular i'm thinking about i don't know if he makes the the, the 10 guys okay um so, so, so who four guys have? four guys with kyle four guys with fred yeah okay uh pascal i think he's interchangeable uh that's one og that's two uh so that's either either guy this is where it's, okay it's a bit different uh, Gillespie Gillespie with Fred Gillespie is an incredible screener Mm. and and Fred needs a really good screener cutting that corner for him for that pull up or for him to go for the drive or to just create just have that like that that lapse on the defensive end uh that for the defense to have a lapse um in order for him to have some space some time to kind of to, to reconfigure the, 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 the half court, to map the court. And I would have to add Gary, um, to have Gary Trent. Um, and uh, does that make five? That makes so five. You, got Fre- you got Fred, you got yeah. Gary Trent Jr. playing the two is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put OG with that lineup. And you've got and you've got Freddie Gillespie. You've got four. You need one more, I think. Didn't I say Pascal? I said uh, Pascal was I, interchangeable. But are you going to put Pascal and OG and leave Kyle with neither of them? Correct. Wow. Interesting. So we're going to go Freddie Gillespie, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Gary Trent, and Fred Van Vliet. So who's with Kyle then? Seems like Ken Birch is going to be there. Yeah. He, that, 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 that um, um, duo is, is just poetic. Yeah. Um, and they think alike. They, they work well together. I, you know, reminiscent of that kind of Sergi Baca, Kyle yeah. Lowry uh, duo uh, from seasons past. Uh, so you have uh, Cam Birch. I would then put uh, Pascal. 
And I thought Pascal was with Fred. I said uh, Pascal was interchangeable. So I well, he's got, I, you got to you got to pick you, one or the other. You got to pick oh one my. or the other. Wow! <laughs> wow! Goodness gracious, man! Your rules. Yep. Um, okay, then you have to put Pascal with uh, with with um, with Kyle. I think that's I think that's a good call. I would have put Boucher with Fred Van Vliet's lineup. Yeah. Yeah, he spaces he spaces the court. Uh, yep. He he runs the break, uh, which um, which is quite effective. Which is great great point. So I have Pascal and um, Ken Birch and Kyle. You need two more. I have I need two more guys. And again, guys who I've not selected prior. Right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Okay, and uh, I have Yuta Watanabe. Okay, Yuta Watanabe playing the three. Yeah. And one more guy, and this is where it gets tricky. Yeah, okay. Goodness gracious. I know. This is the surprising uh, moment. DeAndre Bembry. Wow. Yeah, and I, need, is... I, need, I need size. I need size. I need someone who can spell Kyle Lowry uh, when he moves without the ball uh, for that pull-up three. And someone to make the right type of pass. Um, I know Dion, I know Bembry has been inconsistent, but um, he can he when he's on, he can, right? He, he, he can show he can sh give me a a bit more versatility uh, than what Malachi Flynn can do at this stage of his career. And yeah. no, I did not pick Stanley Johnson because other than his uh, defensive assignments offensively yep. just doesn't give me enough. Uh, doesn't convince me enough that he can bring to the table that could, um, that can complement a Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And, and no, and the jury's still out for Rodney hood for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Rod, Rodney hood. I don't know. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that his career, uh, you know, took such a, a hit through that injury. Um, not, not surprising. It just sucks. Um, but I, I, when I thought of this uh, earlier this morning, I thought, Oh my gosh, Malachi Flynn is going to get cut out of this, these two units. Yep. And it's no fault of his own. Uh, it's just, it's just like finding the right spacing and combination of things. And what, what did it for me last night uh, knowing that the pick and roll with Cam and Pascal was so good. I thought, Oh, maybe Malachi can get in to help space the floor with his shooting uh, with Kyle's group. But when I thought about it more and watched that game in particular, and this is what made me a believer about Deandre Bembry uh, earlier in the season is that everybody forgets about DeAndre Bembry and you think that there's going to be some guy just sitting in the corner like Yuda is going to exactly. in this in this offense and what does Bembry do he just picks these little gaps yeah. uh, in the defense and he carves them up with his cuts like Fred does with his dribble and then Kyle just picks them up uh, or Pascal gets doubled and there's Bembry making a great back cut so Really interesting to 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 maybe not see Malachi if Nick were yeah, listening. I, you know, I thought about this last night, Bryce. You know, is is one thing about being a systems guy. You know, there's some guys who can 
play in any kind of system. They just yeah. have the game. They just have the versatility skills, et cetera, et cetera. And have we written off DeAndre Bembry too early, right? Or Stanley Johnson? Uh, because they've been in systems that haven't really fit them, one. And two, coaching. They haven't really been coached uh, appropriately, yeah, right? Yeah. Have, they, have, they, have they been coached up? You know, there's a difference between just being coached to where you actually are, which doesn't really help you evolve as a young player, but being coached upwards in terms of ch- being challenged, being put yeah. in scenarios in which you can excel, having a, even the... the, the, the um, the margin of error to be offered to you to be like, Hey, go and experiment. And, and Nick nurse actually offers a lot of that for these. Even with guys. Ken Birch, even yeah, with Ken even, Birch. Yep. Yep. The and LA announcers, I was watching the, uh, I was listening to the LA broadcast or watching the LA broadcast and they were talking about Ken Birch and they're like, when did Ken Birch start to do all these things? And it was because the system that he had been in just didn't have the same creativity or, as you're saying, develop up in, in new ways and creative ways. Fascinating to, to watch. Yeah, I know his, okay. his, his contract is non-guaranteed for the next year. Um, it takes time. He's still what? Um, he's, he's, he's what? I think he's still 26. Yeah. You know, even yeah. So, does it take time for for guys to develop? Absolutely. Is development and progress nonlinear? Yes. So, uh, has this year not been with the Atlanta Hawks in his professional career? So, uh, another year training, a full training camp, a full year, a summer in LA with the guys um, and with their coaching staff. Can could he continue to develop and give you be that solid rotational player? I believe so. And to be quite honest, uh, everything put aside, I'm not willing to let go of Kyle Lowry. I realized. Wow, I, I, that I, was the question you, I was just about to can ask. You, can you can we sign him t- for another year? Give him yeah. 35 mil, 30 mil. Yeah. Give him that Kobe Bryant treatment. Wow. Right. Um. At this at this stage of his career, he d- he deserves it. Unless again, he and his his party, his um his associates say, hey, you know what? there's a sign and trade opportunity to go to, you know, such and such team. That's fine. Right. He, he, he makes the calls other. Uh, and if they're not willing to pay him and he's okay with, you know, being this kind of, you know, at, um, this point guard emeritus with the right. Toronto Raptors, absolutely sign him, give him 40 if necessary. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Um, uh, because uh, his valuable, his value will, will, will permeate through our team for years to come. Right, it's yeah. that impulse. Well, you could you could see Malachi uh, when Fred and Kyle were hurt. You could see moments where you're like, "Oh my gosh, that's Fred Van Vliet," and then other moments you're like, "Wow, that's Kyle Lowry." Uh, and so you can already tell the impact, even in a shortened season, even with less reps uh, in in live game action, Malachi's already soaking it up. And that's so important. You can see Fred coaching from the sidelines. The guy's taking a rest game and he's yelling out plays to Malachi. He's bringing Malachi over and just giving him some some quick pointers. So at, at this early stages in his game, Listen, the future for Malachi is bright. It's going to be long. I think Nick mm-hmm. really likes him, and so does Masai. We're talking about one more season, Kyle Lowry being a, a high-level, effective 
player. And I think we can load manage him very easily. So Malachi is still going to get lots of reps, but I agree with you. And, and I was reading tweets from, uh, from Alex Wong last night, uh, who was just having me in stitches as he always does. He's so witty. Uh, but he, he was talking about re-signing Kyle. Now, could have been sarcastic, could have been joking, perhaps. But it got me thinking, knowing what Kyle can do, his level, like a Chris Paul, he's in that category. Might not be as good as Chris Paul, but he's not far away. Um, he's certainly better than Rajon Rondo. Are, you know, is it makes sense. And, and, you know, after last night's game, seeing that kind of brilliance, maybe it does. Again, you're not just um, evaluating what Kyle Lowry is doing uh, on the court, right? Right. Uh, for right. you, it's his presence on the franchise, his impact on the franchise, yeah. a lot of the intangibles. Again, we, we think these guys um, – can be you know you can just dra- go into the draft right talent okay that's great a guy could hit threes he can run the point guard position here and there that's not what we're talking about here right no. we're talking about individuals who who have um uh impact um t- transcendental impact that's the yeah, word yeah, i'm yeah. looking for right and, uh, and you can tell, you know, LeBron James didn't really play well last night. I think he's still recovering. But you could tell when he's not on the court and yeah. what the L.A. Lakers look like, what they yep. really look like, right? What the coaching yep. staff look like also when they're coaching <laughs> ro- rotational guys, right? And what yeah. Nick Nurse looks like when he's coaching rotational guys. And yep. then you just add a Nick, when you just add someone like uh, Kyle Lowry onto the, onto the court, yep. immediately we look like a different team. Right. Yeah. That's that's their value. And again, the, it, it, you know, it, the same thing with the Chris Paul. Um, these guys don't come very, you know, it, I don't want to say once in a generation, but these guys are they don't come in bunches. And when you have yeah. one of these types of talents, you 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 cling to them for you cling to them like dear life, for goodness yep. sake. And yep. um, and they're the decision there that allows you to either win a championship or lose in the playoffs. And um, hey, I'll leave it there. I'm excited. LA Laker fans are lucky that they didn't get that slander, especially how they try to come at um, Dimes and uh, what what was the, uh, they came after Dishes and Dimes dimes, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Where were they now? Where were they last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gracious. Second their second their thumb in a fetal position. Um, so we got the Clippers tomorrow night. Uh, two notes about the Clippers. Uh, they are uh, in a, a highly contested four-three uh, battle. I think they've. I think they're going to lock up the four at the very worst. So they're going to have home court advantage in the first round. Who knows if that will be Dallas, the Lakers, or the Trailblazers? Uh, but the Clippers. Here's something I totally didn't realize and mostly because I, I could care less about the Clippers, but individual players I care about specifically Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka has been out for 25 games. Yes. Yeah. So when you think yes. about, you think about Gasol just getting snubbed by Palenka, Vogel and LeBron, you think about Serge Ibaka being injured for all the games he has 
uh, either Masai is a genius or we just got lucky uh, with what's gone on with those uh, two guys that they haven't been nearly as effective as, as uh, those teams thought they would be. Um, kind of makes you think how good it is in Toronto. But uh, without Serge Ibaka there, it could be quite a feasting day for pick and rolls with Freddie Gillespie and, and Ken Birch. Uh, but also Kawhi Leonard has just come back from an ankle injury. And, you know, they, they know they're the four seed at the very worst. So I'm not sure what we'll see from the Clippers. They've got tons of talent. Um, but I'm just not sure if we can get them early. Uh, it, it could it could be a good game for us, but we do need to play at a high level early, and we probably need all of our guys knowing how good their wing defense is. Yeah, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George, who's having a fantastic season. Glad to see him bounce back after a disappointing performance in the bubble. Um, they, they always concern me. Right, uh, not so much, and and Ty Lu I think has uh, is a smart coach who can run particular defensive schemes that that's quite disruptive. But <laughs> Bryce, at the end of the day, we have Kyle Lowry, man, um, yeah. and he, he's such a cerebral player that he can he can solve problems very quickly. One, two, um, is Fred VanVleet going to be back? Because I think that's very important. And yeah, I think he will be. I think he will so be. I if, think both of them will be. If we have our full roster, even minus Gary Trent, if we have our full roster, and to me, I'm confident with a Ken Burge again, starting at the five, yeah. um, we have a chance to win. And I think if we get that win in, you know, these two wins in LA, we've, we've gone 500 on the road yeah. in the Western Conference uh, road trip. And we are going back to Tampa with a lot more confidence now to, you know, to, to squeak into that 10th seed playing. And yep. at may, you know, uh, a little bit too late, but we're final and maybe we're finally getting into um, how that movie back in the nineties, how Stella got her groove back, Ooh. how the Tampa Bay uh, or Toronto mm. Raptors got their groove back. Yeah, and that's and, and 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 Eastern Conference, beware. For sure, for sure. Uh, and there was another movie in the '90s, uh, Boomerang. Maybe we're just oh. coming back. Maybe we're just coming back to ourselves. I don't know. Oh, that's that's a Eddie Murphy uh, classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last uh, last thing I will say. Holly Berry uh, bro- break uh, was introduced to the world, by the way, in that film. Good just goodness, why? Goodness gracious. Uh, maybe we need a moment of silence for her. Um, a couple, just a couple quick notes that I, I want to make about uh, the next two games in particular. Obviously, every single game from now on is just massive if we want to have any chance to getting into the plan. But two things I will mention. After we play the Clippers, uh, the Clippers play the Lakers. So that's another thing to think about. So they've got some injury stuff. They're trying to get people back into things. Uh, and they have a massive game on Thursday that they'll want to be sharp for, uh, certainly for bragging rights at the Staples Center, if nothing else, but also to maybe eliminate the opportunity for a Lakers Clippers first round, even though I'd love that. I don't think they'd like that, the Clippers. Um, but then we play Washington 
and Washington will be on a back-to-back when they play us. It is very difficult after a Western conference trip to play in a different back in your uh, original time zone, three hour difference. Uh, So that's something that goes against us, but they will be on a back to back. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the next two games uh, as well. But uh, here's the other just total non uh, Raptors uh, related note. Actually that does relate to the Raptors that I wanted to uh, say uh, to you as you've been asking me, about the Arsenal, and I've been talking about the Arsenal at different points in the season. For the first time since August 1st, 2020, the Raptors and the Gunners won on the same day. And when that happened on August 1st, the Toronto Raptors were playing the Los Angeles Lakers. All I want to say is it's a good omen. And if we can... See another one. I hope it's this Thursday because the Raptors season and the Gunner season is on the line in their games on Thursday. If that were to happen, who, I who would do we play? Who do we play on Thursday? Bro? We play the, the Washington Wizards. Wizards. Okay. Okay. And the, the Arsenal play in a semifinal for the Europa cup. Uh, it's, it, it allows, if they win it, they, they get back into Europa at the very least for next season. And it hasn't been a great season. So there's no champions league talk. But should both of those teams win on Thursday, uh, let me tell you, there will be champagne uh, popping, bottles popping on, because that will be my championship, basically, is what I'm saying for both teams. (laughs) Uh, My friend, we should probably uh, wrap it up there. Um, So much to talk about. Uh, As you said, it, it, we got our groove back. We boomeranged in, 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 uh, yes, I feel like we got something back through it. Who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe, maybe we're back for the. I'm with you. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. 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 I'm riding high. Don't talk to us. Don't talk to us. <laughs>